When you're your own boss, you can have boundaries and you can run a business that reflects those and you don't have to feel bad about it. I Believe in You with Lizelle Hartley. Hello and welcome to I Believe in You, the podcast about setting your goals and achieving your dreams. I'm your host, Lizelle Hartley, a business and personal mentor and author of the Discovery Journal, I Believe in You. Based on your feedback from Series 1, we're taking a bit of a different approach this season, with more of our focus sharing the journey of our guest. We will be talking with seven professionals who have taken their side hassle and turned it into a career, from those already on their journey to those just starting out. Our first guest this season has spent much of her working life in the public eye. Carmen Brightwood has worked as a breakfast radio presenter and even a TV travel show host. But after a series of health challenges and changes to her working environment, she decided to try something a little bit different. Thanks for joining me, Carmen. So nice to be asked. Thank you, Lizelle. So tell me and the audience a little bit about yourself and what's your journey up till today? I would say that the journey that brought me to today is a big love of challenging myself and putting myself out of my comfort zone on the regular. That led me to first a uh, more of a theatrical pursuit, which turned into a broadcasting career. And from a broadcasting career, it has taken me into business. And that has probably come from the same thing that drove my passion for broadcasting. It was connecting with people. I just love communicating, talking to people, hearing their story and helping to disseminate that story with them. And for a long time, doing that, the broadcasting side of it, this thing, the, the talking on the radio, talking on TV, made me really nervous. So I loved learning to do things that made me nervous. And I'm still the same today. There are things in business because I'm new in business, realistically, that scare me. But God, I love it when things scare me because it's often a sign I'm moving in the right direction. So tell me about that moment when you step into the business world. Yeah, there are a few moments, but I would say that the really defining moment and the birthplace of my business as it stands today as the Confidence on Camera Coach happened during the pandemic. And we're talking about now, you know, around 18 months ago, uh, when in June, all of these workshops I'd set up, uh, you know, with you really in my corner for that too, Uh, to teach people media skills for their business, as I used to call it back then, had to be cancelled because they were face-to-face. All of my professional MC work as a corporate MC during the day all had to be cancelled. All of my work as a television presenter, freelance on a travel show here in WA, had to be cancelled. So suddenly I had all this time on my hands. And it was funny because I'd lost work in the past before and I'd been very quick to replace it with other work. So it was the first time I ever really just stayed home. And I had to stay home a little more as well because my radio show I was presenting at the time on the weekends, I couldn't go into the radio station because I have, 
you know, three autoimmune illnesses that make me immunocompromised. And I didn't know what this pandemic thing was yet. You know, I was scared. I was even scared to ring my boss, I remember, on that day because I thought, coming from this place of scarcity that the media creates for all broadcasters, <laughs> I thought that I would lose my job if I told them that I couldn't come into the radio station each week. But to their credit, and thanks Emily White at 6PR um, and the entire Nine radio community, you know, they said, no, of course, you know, we'll send out a tech to your home. They set up the studio at home. And I was doing the radio show at home on the weekends. I was running the beginnings of this new little business from home during the week. And it really, thanks to having that space, it really kicked off because I got a bit of help from the government because I'd lost all that work. I had finally a little bit of money in my pocket to spend on myself. With time. Yeah, and time. Mm. And it and it just, that's the birthplace of my business today. It, it has, I look back, just grown and I'm so grateful. So Carmen, when you decided to take this to a business world, did you immediately know that's what you're going to do? That's what the world needs? That's no. what's going to be a successful business? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I knew that I had the idea. I had the, the brainchild after having taught a chiropractor uh, how to present to camera. People who know me know that chiropractor is, in fact, my husband. You know, when we met 10 years ago, he said to me, oh, I'd love to learn to do what you do. And I was like, oh, do you want to work on TV? And said, no, I want to make content for my patients so that I'm always there with them when, even if they're not in my, my clinic, you know. And so I thought, oh, that's, a, that's an idea. That's something I can do when I finish radio because every breakfast radio announcer knows that one day your job on radio will come to an end. I knew that. And so I had that idea. I probably underestimated how hard it would be to implement but also I really didn't back myself I was looking around at all the other broadcasters that I'd come up with and thinking oh but you know that person's far more qualified to teach that than me and so is that person who am I to go out there and say I can teach people to present on camera but what I failed to listen to and it took me so many times to get this right, were the many, many women in business, including yourself, including friends of ours, people I now call friends, you know, who I really just met there when my radio show came to an end back in 2017, I think it was, you know, women in the business community who are like, I'd buy that. What's your offer? Mm -hmm. Tell me how I can work with you. I just didn't take it in and I didn't realise that what they were telling me is that my expertise was of value to them. And I failed to see that in myself. But now it's the biggest thing that I talk to my clients about every single day is that the simplest stuff that you understand within your profession is of so much value to other people, you know, and you should not be comparing yourself to the people in your industry and all around you because the fact is they're not selling it. You're the one who's out there selling it. And if they are out there selling it, your clients are going to buy you the individual. And that has been a very, very big turning point in understanding for me. And that's why there is so many women out there that haven't followed their passion yet. Oh, yeah. Because of that, they look around them and they see other business owners and they think, why would they want to know from me? But in business world, I believe every business owner have their own tribe. Hmm. There's so many people out there and 
the same way we pick our mentors, the same mm. way we pick our hairdressers. Yeah. There's so many hairdressers, but you pick the one that works for you. And what I want to say to our listeners is if you have a passion, don't start analyze other people's tribe mm. just start building your own tribe exactly and acknowledge the fact that you don't just pick the professional who works for you you pick the professional who you trust mm. isn't it trust you know we talk about the hairdresser analogy yes you know we, you don't go to a hairdresser who you're like oh i'm not really sure that i'm gonna look right or feel good as i walk out of this you know you get a feeling in the pit of your stomach about that person and you trust them to continue working with you or you don't and the same applies with any business and it's just imperative that you go out there and create a situation where people feel like they can trust you and then they'll buy from you and and any individual can do that and then the testimonials come yeah. and that's how you build your journey and again it's so important to be on the journey of your business mm. and not just try to jump it don't jump it to your competition where they are no. but stay true to yourself but we all have that little bit of negative voice yeah comparisonitis as well yeah. just looking over the shoulder going oh my god look what that person's doing now you know they're at their stage of the journey like you say you're mm. at where you're at you know and you've just got to Find a way to block it out if you can or really get realistic about it and say, well, that person's done the work and admire them for it instead of feeling jealous of them. Yes, and learn from them. Yeah. Use them as a guide and a um, place you can learn from. Yeah. But as we know, no business come without challenges. Mm. So share with us a little bit what was in the beginning your first challenges that you came across with and also what was your biggest challenge up to today? I'd say that post full-time radio work, the biggest challenge that I've had to overcome would be not directly business related, but with my health. Mm. And it, it was a big adjustment for me to start to suitably prioritize my health but this was the wake-up call that I probably needed so in 2017 I was diagnosed with the third autoimmune condition uh, that I that I have is <laughs> the most late the latest one I've been told about and by then I was pretty jacked off with the whole thing I have to be honest I was very disillusioned because the autoimmune disease diagnosis I'd received before that was for uh, ovarian insufficiency, which most people know better as early menopause, you know, and no one could tell me when it had happened. No one. I asked so many doctors. No one could tell me how I could fix it because I was 35 and I still wanted a family. Mm. You know, no one had anything for me to help. And, mm. um, and then to get a third diagnosis that had been missed and to, to feel like there was no help out there, um, I'd lost trust. Yeah. in the professionals around me. I also lost trust in my own judgment after, as a result of what happened after that because I just rejected medicine and took, stopped taking all of the medications and, you know, woke up a few months later in the Royal Perth ICU mm. and, gosh, it's a very emotional day. <laughs> There's been a sad passing in radio in our city today. It's the world of your podcast. It'll be mm. a few months on. But just remind you how lucky we all are to be here. We're on borrowed time, some of us. We are. And that actually, Mm. as a business owner, because we can put so much hours in Mm. our business that we forgot to live life. Yeah. And Uh. I think this is a, a 
perfect example for us to say, don't wait till you have to get a wake-up call. Yeah. Enjoy your business, create your business, yeah. but live life as well. Oh, Lizelle, you're so right. You know, and I'm not going to run my business and I'm still in the early days of it, but... You know, I refuse to run this business the same way I ran my radio career, which I loved and I still love and I'm so Mm. connected to and I'll never let go of. But I did it at all costs. Mm. You know, I ignored all of these signs about my health that should have been chased up. Mm. You know, I just moved all over the country, let my care be uh, shunted around between doctors and, and left all of the responsibility on them and took none of it for myself because my main priority in life above friendships, above relationships, above family was getting on the radio and getting that story and that interview and that thing to air. You know, and I loved it and I've, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't change a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. There's been some incredible experiences that came from it. But I've got this wonderful second opportunity to live a life that is far more in alignment with what I need to stay healthy and my genuine family values. I have the greatest love and admiration, respect for my beautiful family who nearly lost me, my husband, um, my brand new, you know, my new love, my puppy Piper, you know, so I'm never going to put them in that position again. And yeah. I'm never going to put myself in that position again. And Carmen, you're not just sitting here and saying it to me. You actually take it to action <laughs> because you just recently come back from a free month yes. traveling <laughs> Western Australia. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, it was a it was a commitment that, that Ryan and I made. My husband's name is Ryan. And it was a few years ago. <laughs> I'll bring my voice back to you, listeners. <laughs> Those of you watching the video of today will see that I'm yeah, still feeling emotional. But yeah, Ryan and I, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, coming to terms with the fact that we wouldn't have a family of our own. I'm very blessed to have a stepson, Joel. And, um, you know, for Ryan, I think it's been an easier journey for him to accept that we wouldn't have kids because he he has Joel and it's been wonderful for me to reframe that that I I've got a parenting experience in Joel thank goodness for you Joel one day I hope you hear this and you understand um but you know for me it was a long journey to accept not Mm. being a mother in that sense in the biological sense so we said look let's find a way to really have things to look forward to in our life and the thing we both love is it's travel and in particular I love this state I love that I get to live here again after spending 10 years on the road chasing a radio career you know the last 10 years of my career have been back here in Perth and it's the best place I work on a tv show where I get to talk about traveling around Perth and Western Australia and we actually finally got to go on our own and we just committed that the middle months of the year the cold months the worst months in Perth if you ask me I like the heat uh controversial but yeah I like the heat and uh we just chase the sunshine now we we go and we will do it again next year but we did we took off for three months we got a caravan uh it was very pandemic friendly west australian travel we went all the way to kananara we did the gib river road we've been out spent months and months in Broome and drove back down you know we've just had the amazing amount of time together and it is so important to me and it's been the best year for that reason so it's been a wonderful business year but also still a wonderful travel year as well So if I'm a business owner listening to this podcast, I'm going to say that sounds ideal world. But 
how do you step away from your business for three months mm. and you can still survive? Yeah, not easy, right? Mm. It's, it's not. And I went into it with all kinds of fear around what I would come back to. And I'm here to say the work was still there. You know, I could take the time and block out the months in my calendar and my clients came back to me when I was available or worked around when I was available. The same applies to the way that I tend to structure my week now. You know, there are, there are hours in the day that I'm not available. It's called boundaries, friend. Never knew they existed. But when, it's, when you're your own boss, yeah. you can have boundaries and you, you can run a business that reflects those and you don't have to feel bad about it. I used to con- consistently feel bad as a people pleaser that I, you know, wasn't giving enough of myself to a full-time job. And I, I used to give a lot to every full-time job and, in fact, every part-time job I've ever had. Um, these days, you know, I know that I'm a better version of the product you're getting when you hire me when I have those boundaries in place. And it's a, been a big part of accepting the, the medical conditions I need to live with and manage. You know, the nature of any autoimmune illness is that it's chronic. It doesn't go away. You can treat it all you like. You are still sick. In fact, every single day you're just a little bit sick. Mm-hmm. And some days you're a little bit more sick. Other days you're very sick. Some days you feel amazing, you overdo it, you burn out and you get sicker. Mm. (laughs) So the best version of my life is when I manage those autoimmune illnesses, um, create boundaries around when my clients have access to me and and I show up better for them during those times because I've done that. And I love sharing that with my often very strung out clients that I work with too. I love sharing what I've learned in that sense, but I also love learning from them. You know, I, I meet so many very experienced people in business and in um, in the corporate space as well through the work I'm doing now. And that has been so beneficial because most often the ones who are really kicking ass at what they do, they got boundaries. So a strong message that I get from you today is when you got health conditions, don't let that stop you and do nothing. Oh, no. Still live life, but work around it. Mm. But also make sure that your health doesn't go worse because of your the hours you put into your business. Yeah. And by you seeing you talking about your business, there's such a strong passion mm. for what you do, the confidence on camera. Mm. But if you haven't had that boundaries in place, you wouldn't have been there to be able to do that. No. Or maybe just for a short while and then have to stop. So mm. that's actually planning a longer term on how you can do it. And again, go back to what we talked in the beginning. Don't compare you with anyone else no. because you don't have the same conditions. No. You don't have the same... Um, talents, you don't have the same character, you're not Mm. the same person. So create your own business with your own um, like to it, your own own uniqueness to it. Instead of just going out there and chase everyone else and do nothing. So thank you so much for opening your heart and share that story with us. I know it's not easy to share, especially (laughs) put it out there for for everyone else, but there's so much more business women that's the same, that's in yeah. the same boat where you are and where you were. And that is a real encouragement for them to say, let's 
Let's take it step by step. Let's put our own boundaries, but let's still found our passion and put it out there and put it over to a business. Yeah, I'm delighted with how I've been able to find a business that isn't just in alignment with the way I want to live and, you know, earn moving forward, but also very much ticks all the boxes that my exciting media career used to. It really does. I feel as excited uh, by the the way in which I can help people. I really love seeing the transformations we can have, you know, people who are genuinely frightened as soon as a camera starts rolling. You know, there's something quite remarkable about that moment when that that little red light comes on and people change on a dime. So I I really enjoy those transformations. I I love creating content for this as much as I loved creating content on radio and TV. So it's it's really ticking those boxes as well, I get huge amounts of gratification out of it. So it's 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 a wonderful way to live. But it's also your message. Just mm. seeing bumping into Raya downstairs, and she mm. said, "I've done my voice um, <laughs> practice in the car on my way here." And just hear you bring that out and say, "If you're not confident on camera, that's where we start. Practice yeah. your voice. Warm your voice up. It's not unachievable." And hearing her saying, "Hello, I've just done my voice <laughs> practice. <laughs> it's getting through. That's brilliant." And and we got we've all got that ability to be able to share elements of our knowledge base with an audience that is sitting there waiting to soak it up you know if you're sitting there thinking what would anyone want to know from little old me I'm here to say so much write down the most basic things that you know that you've learned that you wish you knew 20 years ago and start start by sharing those and you're on to a winner so Carmen you are a mentor to all those people that you train to be confident on camera have you ever invest into mentorship or any online programs? I have. And that was really the the investment that I made during the pandemic last year that I think was quite the turning point. That was when I engaged, would you believe, a video marketing coach. Okay. So here I am <laughs> with a product that almost sounds the same. So I'm sitting there thinking I want to teach businesses how to make video content to put on the internet and promote their business. And I'm going, but I don't know enough about video. I knew about the performance. I knew about the being the presenter side of it. And this coach that I engage, his name's Ayrton. Hello, Ayrton Suttles, if you're listening, shout out to you. He is younger than me and I love working with people younger than me because they so often know so much of the stuff we don't. <laughs> and so he, he came in and he goes, yeah, but that's because you're the confidence on camera coach. I said, huh? I said, how can I go out there and market this? He says, no, stop thinking about video. Think about the element of, that most people struggle with. It's the, the performance. It's the getting on camera and the doing. And once, once we did that, of course, marketers will know we niched. We created this perfect niche for me to play in. And once I got over that imposter syndrome that I talked about earlier and we had this niche on the table, it just became so easy to tell the world what it was. And that has made all the difference. You know, he really helped me with defining the niche, creating a product. You know, I hadn't even put a product on the shelf at that stage that anybody who wanted to work with me could come and buy. So he worked with me in that front. We got some ads out there and suddenly I'm making an income from my knowledge and all of my 
my sneaking suspicions about this business were confirmed that it would actually work. And that's that was a really validating moment. And it's only continued to compound in that sense ever since. And that was an online course. It was actually coaching virtually. So we mm. would meet up on a one-on-one virtual call once a week. Turns out he's in Perth. But I had no idea at the beginning of the process. You know, that's the mm. best thing about virtual coaching. And my business is largely based on virtual coaching as well. Uh, it's just online. It's pandemic proof. And you feel so supported and so accountable. And you can still achieve so much even when you're locked down. Yeah. It was very valuable. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. And I continue to invest in coaches Um, as a big part of the business these days. My next strategy is to work on my customer journey with a coach. But over the years, over the last 12 months, I've worked with a copy coach. So writing great copy for my websites. I've worked with people who've helped me with launch strategies online for the online programs that I run. And now I'll be working with someone to really help me hone that customer journey and help bring people into the business who are really going to benefit from my time and be more available to them. So do you, do you learn, have you learned to um, do the video or was just this put to the side then? Yeah, I'm better at it than I used to be. Like I'm not techie, but I do a lot of it myself. And a large part of my message is that you can do a lot of video myself. But the best thing is you bring in professionals who can help you. You know, I, I work with great videographers. One's in the room right now, Kyle. Um, you know, I work Our with... podcast <laughs> producer. Podcast <laughs> producer, Kyle, mm-hmm. is here. Um, so, yeah, I work with great videographers like Kyle and, and Clisser at Cube Creative as well. You know, so I, I team up with people who, who can create that great video content when I need them to. And I'm always learning. Always ask questions. Mm-hmm. Always read. Always look for... Because other people are out there educating just the same way you want to be. And you can learn a lot on the internet. And that's what I agree. Learn and stretch yourself, but don't spend hours on something you're not going to master and it's not that important in your business. Exactly. And that's what you did. You go and learn the the video, but you actually quickly realize that was not the most important thing I need to know. Mm. And then you outsource that and just make sure you're still moving forward and get the value of those coaches that help you Spot on. with that direction. None of us knows everything. You know, no. coaching is just so valuable. Honestly, I really struggled to see the value in coaching in the past, but I now would not be without coaches who are there filling the knowledge gaps that I have. And, and we're all the same. You know, none of us knows everything there is to know about this next thing you're going to do. And particularly if, if you're a solopreneur, if you're the only one in your business, you need people out there going, hey, hey, hang on, are you doing this yet? Have you thought about this? Let's just get an outside head on this. The other thing I've done is invest in an online business manager who will do a lot of that whip cracking for me. I'm a creative. I like to lazy out of bed and walk my dog and think about things and have ideas and get inspired and it's all sunshine and flowers, but I'm terrible at remembering the invoice people and I'm terrible at remembering or figuring out automations and running my zero and terrible, I have to do bass. Oh my God, I'm going to die from the stress that has caused me. I did not sleep for a week after I found out about that. So, you know, all of those things, you need that different kind of brain on and yeah, that's going to make a big difference in 2022. A big question from a lot of people listening to this that want to take their passion to a business saying, but the money coaches charge, 
can mm. be so out of my reach. Mm. Can you honestly say that all the money that you invest into mentors and coaches had come back more than double, triple in yeah. your business? Honestly, that first investment mm-hmm. uh, was 10 times. So the very first coaching engagement I made was this amount and it the return that it generated for me was 10 times this. So it's just take that step of faith. Yeah. And even that first amount wasn't what I would view as a big amount of money now, but as little as 12 months ago, it was a lot of money to me. Yeah. It was really hard. I'd never spent that much money on myself. But then time set by 10 coming back. Yeah. How and amazing is that? It was incredible, you know, and I could not have anticipated that. And yeah, admittedly, as I engage new coaches and I engage people to work with the business and I suddenly have overheads for the first time in my life, like I said, I, I, di- I didn't sleep this last week, you know, adding to the reasons for the emotion today. I've been really stressed about putting that much on the line. But if their previous returns are anything to go by as, you know, a conservative way of looking at it, then it's going to pay off and you simply must. You can't keep going the same way you've always done and expect to get a different result. You do actually need to change a few things up around you in order to grow and I've seen there's areas of the business that are best for me to keep working in and to grow and in order to do that, I I need help. I Mm. just can't do it on my own. So Carmen, before I'm going to let you go today, tell me a little bit of a highlight. What was the highlight in your business since you started up? The most recent significant highlight, I would say, has been feeling like I deserve to be in the room. And that came as I was invited to speak at a big marketing conference here in Perth a few months back. you know, four years ago, I went and attended the same marketing conference and paid my fee to be there and was just soaking up all the information and getting an understanding around it. And and then, then, you know, there I am delivering a workshop at the conference. Hundreds of people have turned up by choice to see me. They had two other options of things they wanted to go and do. And it was just this, you know, 45 minutes of back-to-back Q&A, people just soaking up information. I had a huge amount of uptake of the offer that I made at the end of it as well. You know, great contacts, great feedback. And I just felt like I belonged in that business space. So there was that. And I also had conquered a fear that I genuinely held of public speaking. You know, surprisingly, would you believe it? This broadcaster of 20 years is scared of public speaking. They're <laughs> different, okay? And that's what I teach as the coach. You know, they, it's such a different thing to stand in front of a big audience and speak. That's another bit of coaching I have engaged in. I've, I've brought on a speaking coach in Simone Heng, you know, and another ex-broadcaster who's gone out there and become a speaker. So Having someone in my corner and really helping me has made all the difference. And there I was able to speak when, you know, realistically, as little as sort of six months ago, that same engagement would have made me absolutely poo my pants. (laughs) Well done. And congratulations (laughs) on that. That is really a highlight. So to wrap up today, what is your favorite phrase that you can share with our listeners? Time is the new rich. If you would like to know more about Carmen, you can find the details in the episode description. Next time, we will be talking with an international artist who made her home in Broome. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I believe in you.
You've been listening to the I Believe in You podcast. If you're interested in learning some tips for your business, Lazelle has a series of upcoming digital workshops available that you can access from anywhere in the world. The I Believe in You workbook is also available for purchase through our online portal. You can find the details for these and how to get in touch in this episode's description. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our local Bendigo Bank Mobile Relationship Managers and produced by Bad Bard Productions.